You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome to Earth Station One, a weekly podcast dedicated to all things sci-fi, fantasy, and much, much more. Sit back and relax and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Earth Station One podcast. My name is Mike Faber, I'm the host of the show, and we are remembering our dear, dear friend, Darren Noel, who we lost last month. And this is going to be a dedication episode, it might go a little longer, it's not going to be the usual ESO format that we do on the podcast, but I want to introduce my crew for tonight. We got a great bunch of folks here. And hopefully this is going out onto Facebook. It's going out onto YouTube. I uh, got an error message, of course, right before we started, you know, recording as normal. You know, this is par for the course with us. So let's say hi to everybody. And let's, of course, bring my co-host, Mr. Mike Gordon. Howdy. How are you, my friend? I am. I am fine. I'm glad we're, it seems like uh, it's, it's been a long, way too long, but uh, it's still, Darren's still very much on, on my mind anyway. And I know a lot of other people's minds. So. And it definitely is. And I think this is only appropriate that we do this for our friend. Oh, absolutely. Like, and I mean, you know, as it was, he was scheduled to be on this episode anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, he was. And so it's going to be interesting to see if we, you know, this all works out and, you know, please feel free to comment if you're watching us tonight, if you're, you know, doing, let's share memories. This is a celebration of Darren. So much for celebrating. I brought my apple pie, so it's good. <laughs> nice. And, you know, if you want to please write us, if you're watching this, you know, at home or you're listening to this on YouTube later, feedback at earthstation1.com is the best way to get in touch with us. And we definitely would love to hear from you guys to, you know, we want to hear about your memories of Darren and, you know, the joy and everything that he brought to everybody. And let's welcome some friends of ours tonight to the show. Of course, Miss Mary Ogles here. Hi, everybody. I kind of hate that we have to be here in this way, but I'm, I'm glad we're all getting together to celebrate what was a life that had a lot of impact on, on a lot of us. Oh, very much so. Very, very much so. And also, let's welcome Alan Seiler. Hello. Thank you for joining us on this occasion. Sir. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for inviting me. I wouldn't have missed this for anything. Uh, I don't disagree with that. And of course, Josh Wilson. It's been a long time on, since you haven't been on the show, sir. It really has been a long time. It's uh, <laughs> good to see you all again. I, I wish it was under better circumstances, but uh, we'll try to have a little bit of fun tonight. That's what Darren would have wanted. So 100%. Do. Mm-hmm. I think yep. Darren would appreciate that you went to the uh, local elementary school to sit, sit in the gymnasium. Yes. <laughs> You know, I haven't done this in a long time, and it's, I got a, my whole new setup here, and I'm not an expert at it. So, yes, I went to the local school, and I'm filming in front of a nice blank wall. So nice. Maybe next time I'll do better. I hope well, the lunchroom is serving pizza today. Oh, always. <laughs> With the, the little sausages and everything. It's awesome. And the milk pouch. Always got to get the milk pouch. Right. Darn straight. That shows you how old I am. <laughs> wow, that is that's old. Yeah, not quite. Oh, this is going to be tougher than I thought it was going to be to do this tonight. But you know what? It's what we're here to do. And, you know, people are already commenting. Thank you, Tanya, for Aww. joining us. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you. Mm. 
thank you for celebrating Darren's wonderful life. And it was wonderful. And it was amazing. You know, um, Darren's family had a service for him just about, what, a week and a half ago now. And it was amazing to see how many people he touched and how many people that he was part of their lives. And he had the minister there had a lot of folks come up to talk about their memories of Darren and everything. I was only expecting maybe like three or four people, but people just kept on coming up and each mm -hmm. person kept on telling a different story about him and a different, re a different side to his, to his life. Yeah. It was amazing how many different aspects of life that he was involved yep. in. It wasn't just, you know, the geek stuff like we're all used to, you know, his community and, uh, you know, friends and his work. They were all out in droves. It was quite amazing to see. And, and the fact that uh, what really impressed me is that there were people there from his elementary school, from first grade, from fourth grade. Like he, yeah. and it doesn't surprise me, but it's just like uh, so rewarding to hear that, you know, he touched these people even even at that age, and they still honor him and want to remember him. Um, and that's just, I mean, that says something about a person right there. I had never met any of his Georgia Tech co-workers, so I was really pleased to see the number of them that showed up as well. Mm -hmm. Oh, very much so. It really and made it was like, known. And it was awesome when the minister asked everyone from his you know, his coworkers to stand up, everyone from Georgia Tech, there was probably almost two dozen people mm -hmm. who came out. And yeah. I was like, wow. It was like my jaw was like hitting the floor. And yeah. and he had not just one supervisor, he had two different supervisors there from his work. And it was it was awesome. And it was nice to be able to meet Darren's mom and mm. You know, his brother, Ken, was pretty amazing and his family. And it was awesome. One of uh, Ken's sons got up there up to talk about his uncle, Darren. And it that was, was so sweet. Yeah. That was the cutest thing ever. Mm -hmm. And so it was it was pretty awesome to be able to to see. And Darren, you know. All of us have different experiences with Darren. You know, each mm. of known each all five of us have known Darren from different points of his life. And, you know, I met Darren through the podcast, originally through his original podcast, The Legion of Substitute Podcasters. And, you know, I was a fan of that and I found out that through Comic Geek Speak. And, you know, they were promoting their show because they worked quite a bit together. And I was like, oh, Darren's in Atlanta. And it's like, oh, I should get him in touch with him. And being a newbie podcaster, I reached out to Darren and, you know, we were running last minute. We needed an extra guest for Lost. And I remember hearing that he watched the show and I asked him, hey, do you mind sitting in? He did not hesitate. And that's the wonderful thing with Darren is no matter when we needed him, if he was free, he said, yeah, kosher, I'll be there. You know, and I always had to ask him, what's the deal with you and kosher? You're not Jewish. You know, <laughs> he likes pickles. You know? <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> it was, it was actually funny because um, he was, when he was younger, he had, um, he was 
friends with a family that was Jewish and they kept Shabbos. So they don't, they didn't flip the switches. They didn't light uh, the stove or anything like that. And he was telling me stories about, he was basically the Shabbos goy for them. And so mm. he, they would, you know, he would come over to, to turn on the lights when it got dark or he would, you know, if they had needed something cooked, he would do that for them and everything. So it was pretty amazing. And that that's, that's just so tells the person. I've heard him, I mean, over the years, say kosher a thousand times. It never occurred to me to to ask him, you know, what that's all about. But I'm, wow. so I'm glad that you did. And I'm glad you shared that story. Mm -hmm. Well, we had actually had him over for the Jewish holiday yeah. um, last year um, for Rosh Hashanah. And he says, he said, and I said, is this new food for you? And he says, and he says, no. And it's like, he says, Faber, how many times did I tell you I was the Shabbos guy? Come on. <laughs> and, uh, so it was always funny with that. So, and you know, it's just, it was awesome. And that's the thing. He just went all the time with the flow. He just was so easygoing and it was just always wonderful about that. And I just loved it about him. Yeah, he was a very accepting person. He, I didn't know him as, as long as as you guys did. I, I got to know him through through the podcast, listening to him on the Dragon Con Report, and then uh, doing the LGBT episodes with him and seeing him at Dragon Con. But he was, he was somebody, you just immediately clicked with him, almost no matter who you were, because he yeah. he was your friend right from the beginning he he did not have judgment he just accepted you and talked to you and i so appreciated that about him i i don't have a lot of people to talk about gay issues with and so you know that that was a real real treasured moments for me uh being able to share that with him and ah i'm gonna miss that so much oh very much so it is it's going to be, it's interesting. Like Mike Gordon said earlier, Darren was supposed to be on this episode. This was scheduled to be our quarterly LGBT segment that we did. And we've been doing it for what, f probably like four or five years now. At least. Yeah. I mean, officially, I mean, and we, yeah. we, we had, you know, obviously we uh, would have Darren on to uh, talk about anything. Dar Darren was always welcome to talk about whatever he wanted to talk about. Uh, good, good luck stopping him, right? Uh, <laughs> no, yeah. no. Once Darren had his mind in to a point, it was like boom, 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 boom. And you and, and uh, stop you know, him, yeah. but uh, you know, whether it was uh, geek topics or, or gay topics or serious topics, political topics, social topics, like I mean, his knowledge base was impressive. Uh, I mean, there was he he did the research, he backed it up. Um, mm. and when he talked, it wasn't just out of, you know, it wasn't just making stuff up out of air or whatever. I mean, he, he knew what he was talking about nine times out of 10. For, for all the movies that we did, he used to send us like at least a dozen links, <laughs> he did. For, he did. you know, and it was like, always like, oh, you might want to look up on this. You might want to watch this YouTube video before, mm. you know, because he wanted us to come prepared to talk about these issues that came out of these movies and stuff. There were reasons why he was showing us these things mm -hmm. and you know and so it was and it's and it, it was for a little bit it was felt like we kept on getting heavier and heavier and but it was topics that we needed to talk about and get out there and everything 
And, yeah. and, and then he said, okay, Faber, I'm going to take it easy on you. We're going to watch the birdcage next time. So it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that was always nice. So it was pretty amazing. I mean, that, that was one of the special things about Darren, though, that I mean, he, he could very easily talk about very difficult topics and very seriously and in a very heartfelt way. But he wasn't somebody who who had lost his joy in, in right. life and, and in the people around him and in the kind of person he was. And, and I think that's one of the reasons why so many people loved him and, and were drawn in by him because... He just was somebody who, I mean, he, no matter what society tried to tell him, he wasn't afraid to love in, in many different mm. ways, you know, from, from friendship to, to, you know, being gay, just, just being a person in the world and accepting what other people were. Yeah. He was very accepting, except he did not suffer bullies. He did not suffer no, he did uh, not. ignorance. He did not suffer uh tyrants he did not suffer like i mean he made it he i mean he was not afraid to draw the line in the sand he also didn't suffer people not living truly you know not being true to themselves or not being true to what they present outward you know and um on the way home from the service last weekend i it was like 4.30 or, or quarter to five or something like that. And I hadn't eaten all day. And I thought I, I had dropped Josh off and I dropped my, my housemate off. And I thought, you know what? I'm hungry. The only thing close to us is Popeye's. So I went and got Popeye's. And on my, on my drive back to my house, I, I, was, I, I realized that I actually have a fried chicken story about Darren. Now, oh, really? I, it's not. Yes, it's not something that I can actually tell because it was a, it was, a, it, was <laughs> it was kind of a personal situation for him, but it involved somebody who basically was lying about something outwardly, and that was it. And and be, and he he valued that that honesty. He valued being able to live a a true life. And didn't have patience for people who chose not to do that. Yeah, well said. That is true. Yeah. He was really great about um, being kind and kind of letting you. I guess. I guess I'll go back to when I first met him because I met him. I was right out of high school. And we ended up working together at the mall. And he was really the first out person that I'd ever really met and got to know because I was this, you know, white Southern Baptist sheltered kid and didn't really know anything. And I mean, you can imagine, you know, meeting Darren as my first openly proud <laughs> person. Hey, it could have been a lot worse. And hey, yeah, I was yeah say, no, absolutely. You... But that, that, that's kind of, that's kind of my point is because he was, not afraid to, you know, tell me how it was and yeah, educate me. That is true. And I learned so much from him. And I've got all sorts of people from all walks of life that I'm friendly and love. And he was one of the first. And it was really like learning from him allowed me to like open up my mind space. Wow. And I really will always appreciate that for Darren. Friend of the show, Bobby Nash, actually left a message for oh, Darren. Bobby. Um, in chat and says, Darren was a great guy. I remember the first time I met him during one of our live ESO recordings, 
when we were at Titan Comics, when we walked in the door, he said, oh, look, the straight people are here. That's him. Then he introduced himself and a friendship was born. We had a great conversation about comics and more. It'd be really odd not seeing him at Dragon Con this year. Mm. Agree, because he's a fixture at Dragon Con. He really, yeah, he is. He is, uh, you know, because we have been recording the Dragon Con report for over eleven years officially, um, and he's always been a part of it from day one. Uh, I, I mean, he's, you know, even though I I was going to Dragon Con like you know fifteen twenty years before that, before I even met him. I associate him so closely with Dragon Con now. It is going to be an, uh, uh, it's weird recording the Dragon Con report without him. I still haven't gotten used to that. Um, The fact that, you know, we only found out about his passing mere minutes before we were supposed to go live was just, just a weird thing in of itself. Um, But yeah, the fact that he's, I mean, you know, his spirit's always going to be there. That's for sure. You know, I mean, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I'm always going to now think, to, that we we need to do a show to to honor him, um, and uh, but it's going to be weird the fact that he's not there, um, and uh, I don't know I don't even know I'll probably never get used to that. No, and I don't think it will because literally the look on your face when you found out I couldn't even say it out loud. No, you were like you were like oh my god oh my god oh my god, and I was like what you know trying to <laughs> you guys were like what what. And I was like, I was like, I, I don't, I can't believe it. And I don't, if I say it out loud, it, it might be true. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. And I'm glad his brother Ken actually posted something on his page yes. or we yes. would have been. Absolutely. Ken has been, I don't know if he's listening to this, watching this. And if you are, so, you know, I'm sure he's in tears, but um, Kevin, Ken has been amazing throughout this whole thing. Uh, mm-hmm. I can only imagine, I'm as close as we were with him, you know, uh, what Ken and his his mother and his family's going through is is just uh, for it to happen so suddenly, you know, um, is just hard. And uh, but he's been amazing. He's been amazing. Every time I talk to him, he's been uh, accepting and classy, and you know, just a great guy. I'm oh, and, very much so. I, I'm sorry that it took this for me to get to know Ken. Actually, well, exactly. Yeah. And it's tough. It really, really is tough. And I wish it could have been easier for all of us. I want Darren here. You know, he'd be, he would be touched. He'd be like laughing his butt off that we're doing this for him. (laughs) But he would be, you know, he would be tickled pink, literally, about this. And I think it was, it's just awesome. And that we're doing this for him. I'm going to throw up a couple pictures that I actually, you know, did, you know, with him, you know, always with the podcast. Mm-hmm. It's that just, was our, that was our group. That was our original group. That's the dragon con. I mean, him and him and Mary, uh, had such a connection. Uh, that was fun. Every, every episode of record just to have the, watch the two of them go at it. And this is before, this is a video, rare video, because a lot, this was before Zoom, we would just hear each other on Skype or whatever. <laughs> and so, you know, for years, I had Darren's voice just, you know, in my brain every time we recorded. And uh, yeah, I'm going to miss, I'm going to miss that voice in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, Darren is Wonder Warrior. Mm-hmm. It was just, 
he was just an amazing he had no sh no shame he cosplayed no matter what you know what it was and everything i've seen him in full like like roman armor and i've seen him you know dress as a legionnaire i've seen him dress as you know wonder warrior was the one the most and i know he was thrilled like when this picture was taken when he got to meet george in person and such oh yeah so it was pretty awesome and then you took this one mike yeah he, came he, was, to he, was, he was doing yeah he was he was wearing his riddler. outfit oh riddler, riddler sorry riddler outfit yeah riddler. yeah so. but he still had that wonder woman button on he still has, oh, that, yeah. he still has that wonder badge on like you know he's, he can't uh get rid of that completely but uh yeah. that is such a good picture of him mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. that's a great picture mm -hmm. it's very sharp and you know our friend dj spider and you know she was dressed as Phantom Girl from the Legion of Superheroes, and Darren was dressed as Bouncing Boy back in 2019. Hmm. It was pretty awesome. And, you know, just Darren with – he had so many friends and so many different, you know, situations yep. and such. And it was just always awesome to be able to see him and him being happy. And he always was most of the time. So. Yeah. You know, the, the people throw out the term life of the party of a lot of people, <laughs> but Darren is like the epitome of that. Like you could not be at a party and not have Darren be the center of attention. No, mm -hmm. definitely. And he was always making sure also everyone was having a good time and everything. We went to one of his holiday parties that he had at his condo. <laughs> Absolutely, Pee Wee's Christmas special exactly. every year. Every, oh my God, yes, yes. It was it was like it was so surreal watching it with everybody, oh, and it God. was just like, and he was able to quote it line per line. Oh yeah, he'd watched it a million Absolutely. times, right? And so there's him with neon, neon, yeah. Who credits him? Uh, he, I mean, the the Spectrum Party is one that happens every year at Dragon Con. Now it's a tradition now, and uh, I know that uh, Neon credits uh, Darren as being a large part of why that even came to be. So, so and there's Sabrina and and Darren. <laughs> just, just it's just awesome. And that's Darren's family. That's his brother Ken and one of the kids when they were little. His sister-in-law, his nephew, his mom. And it was wonderful to meet them all. So it was pretty cool. And this is during one of our panels. And it was just always fun to be able to share the stage, know, share the stage with him. Cause this was when we, this is actually when we did the uh, little shop of horror sing along for the American classic sci-fi track Oh wow! at dragon con. And it was the most amazing thing having the whole room singing, you know, little shop of horrors or downtown or, you know, and just the songs from it. And like, even Gary was like, we've got to do this every year, Faber. Yeah. It was just, it was just awesome. Not and only Darren, every year, he's starting a track for <laughs> theater. Yeah, well, well, exactly. <laughs> and it was funny as hell. Cause Darren just kept on saying, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> So it was pretty awesome. Um, this is the 
uh, charity that Darren was quite fond of, the Lost and Found Youth. It's basically finding safety and shelter for LGBTQ youth, especially in Atlanta. And definitely we'll have the link to it up on our show notes. And I could probably tell you guys this now. We're going to be creating a Wonder Warrior t-shirt for our T Public store. And every all the proceedings for that is going to be going to the Lost and Found Youth that we anything we make out of it so it's going to be pretty awesome for it so yeah, i'm gonna uh mike i was gonna yeah i didn't know when i but I'll, I'll piggyback off that too is that uh currently uh i am uh working on a book call of an anthology called dragon tales where people are submitting their memories of of dragon con it's something i've been working on for a while oh that's and, cool and originally, I was going to put it in honor of Tom Trainer, who used to run the the, the comics track um, over Dragon Con, and he was a very dear friend and a very a guy who loved Dragon Con. Um, and unfortunately, we lost him in a sudden fashion due to a heart attack. And so, uh, one year, Dragon Con uh, made their official charity, the American Heart Association. So I was going to do this book, uh, but it never happened for whatever reason. Um, but uh, with Darren's absence now, I'm, I'm doubling down on the book and we're going to produce the book and uh, I'm going to be calling for submissions very soon. And uh, it's benefiting now two charities. It'll be, it'll be originally, it'll be going to American Heart Association and also Lost and Found uh, in, in honor awesome. of both those gentlemen. So that's so great. So, yeah, um, that's great. So yeah. So anybody out there who wants to honor Darren, honor Tom, honor Dragon Con, uh, reach out to me. Um, and, uh, I'll give you more details on how you can participate. Count me in. Awesome. Thank you. That's awesome. Um, uh, we got a couple of emails. We had put a call out for folks writing in or sending videos and stuff. One of, uh, Darren's friends, Adam, um, wrote this and I had met, um, Adam actually at the funeral and, um, this is what he wrote. He says, hi, Mike, wanted to share my memories of Darren for the Facebook Live. I met Darren through the Comic Geek Speak forums. I was just out of college and I had just moved to Atlanta, where I absolutely knew no one. We started messaging back and forth on the forums and we decided to meet up, which now I think about it was a bad idea. Don't meet strangers from the internet in person, kids. <laughs> anyway, we met up at Oxford Comics in Atlanta and got it off right we hit it off right away we started hanging out regularly and he convinced me to drive him to megacon <laughs> he made me listen to the show tunes the whole entire way <laughs> we ended up staying with brian and pants from uh, comic geek speak where we learned that pants had never eaten soup before and Darren threatened to report him to the soup council. <laughs> we stayed friends for years, even after I left the city, going to two super shows together and meeting up at Dragon Con every year. We hadn't met up in person since before the pandemic, which I had just thought I should fix when I found out he had passed. I was devastated and dug out the Legion ring he talked me into buying so I could wear it for a few days in his honor. I'll never forget him, my friend and fellow geek. Long live the Legion, Adam Thibault. Thank you, Adam. That was awesome. Yeah, that's great. That was great. You know the, what? 
really gets me. Darren, that, that's such and such. You know, I always thought that I was special because he was always getting me to drive him to cons. Like, I drove him to Heroes Con several times. But evidently, he was getting everybody to drive him to all the cons. I swear. Oh, that's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Well, I remember he used to also do the Megabus stuff all the time yeah. going up to Heroes. And he used to tell me the tales of things he used to see on the bus. I can't say to... it on the podcast. That's sorry, folks. <laughs> uh, so we used to be involved in a in a group called Outworlders, which is a local Atlanta LGBT, you know, whatever letters, sci-fi fans, and um, we did a lot of stuff with with them. And he every year would do a, like a road trip down to Disney for Gay Days, and he would always take a group of us down, and it was whoever was available at any, you know, any time he went and um i i just i just i don't know it it was something that he always included anybody else who wanted to go on and it was it, it, i just thought that was always really neat yeah he yeah, that was another passion of his was disney uh, yes he loved uh disney products he loved disney world he loved yes he loved talking about disney and he wasn't you know, he wasn't one of the blind, faithful masses of Disney. Like he was well yeah. aware oh, that, he uh, criticized <laughs> yeah. that there were things, uh, uh, you know, wrong in the house of the mouse. But you know, he still uh, loved him, and apparently from a very early age. So I mean, that was mm. that, uh, I think, uh, yeah, he just, mm. I know, you know, we could share that too because uh, he, uh, I oh, love Disney. Loved as Disney. Well. Yeah, he loved his Disney. Uh, Tanya Woods just wrote, Darren managed to talk many people into stuff they would never do. He made me take the mega bus. <laughs> <laughs> but Tanya, did you enjoy it? That's the question. <laughs> so that's always the thing. You were you were talking earlier about him being such a fixture at Dragon Con, and I want to I want to say that he was of a number of cons. It mm -hmm. wasn't just Dragon; he That's was true. involved in a lot of the other smaller conventions too. And in particular, uh, out, out, uh, one of the things that's associated with Outworlders is a an annual con called Outlanticon, mm -hmm. and. Um, Year, and so I used to be involved in Atlanticon uh, as a staff person, and I was like the programming director. And um, so at some point, we got into the thing of doing game shows. And um, we did uh, just a, a number of different ones. But really early on, we settled on Match Game as being kind of like, you know, if you remember Match Game from the 70s, it was always kind of like dirty in an innuendo kind of way. Mm -hmm. It was always double entendres and everything. And um, I don't remember if it was the first year or not, but Darren ended up being the host of that and did for every year. <laughs> and he was basically our Gene Rayburn and the funniest things. I mean, it was great anyway, because, you know, match game gets a little randy, but at this kind of convention, it there's no like barrier. <laughs> it can go as randy as the players want it to go. And God, he was the funniest host. Holy smokes. It was, it was a joy to watch. He had so much fun doing it and man, he was good at it. He was, he was a quick wit. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, there were two things, whenever we had him on the show, 
uh, on our podcast, there were two things that I knew. One is that he was going to provide uh, very witty, intelligent things to say. And two, that we were going to have to slap a uh, mature audiences only yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> logo on our, on oh, our, on that show. Because a doubt. <laughs> I think yeah. the very first time we had to do that was the one that was one that we had Darren on. And then, and, and, and all subsequent ones after that, just because, uh, yeah, it, you know, and we could not ask him to put a filter on it because it was, it would have just not been Darren. Like, you know, like, no. yeah, that's, that's very true. That's no, very and that's true. the thing with him. It was always like, you know, it's like after his first appearance, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to edit this. No, nope. <laughs> just, just, just put the label on it and let it go. Let it go. Right. Let the listener be warned. <laughs> and he's there's been one or two times he says was that too much i said no like, <laughs> <laughs> like he would stop yeah well exactly yeah that was just a part of his personality and uh, yeah i love that about him i mean i i know there are lots of uh like on some of the LGBT episodes where Darren and I are just going, Hey, do you, do you know about, yeah, I know. Wait, do you know about this? Yes, I know. And nobody else has any idea what we're, we're talking about, but I, it was fantastic to have somebody who was speaking the same language because he knew everything. He knew everything that was going on in the gay world. I think um, he just, you know, no matter what, what movie we were talking about, he could do a deep dive. He knew that some current event that was attached to it, that was, you know, whatever, all the actors' backgrounds and and all of that. And, you know, he, wow, what, and he could just, he could bring it up out of his memory like that. Never had any problem talking about whatever subject we were trying and to talk about. And as serious as some of the subjects were, and we did a couple of episodes that were really serious, talking about uh, topics that seemed like, you know, it seemed like things were regressing, that things were really bleak. He was a, he was very much a realist. He was even dare I say at times cynical, but he was never bitter. No, not at all. No, he was never bitter about anything. <laughs> it was really cute though. The very first time um, we did a live recording, I had to I had to pick him up because I had to drive him out to uh, <laughs> out to Duluth to go take him to the recording, and I had we had William with us, and William at the time was like eight or nine. And when Darren got in the car, he's like, oh, hey, I'm, hey, Mike, you know, you know, because we had just, he's, we'd never met face to face. And then he, he saw that William was in the back. He says, oh, hi, I'm eccentric Uncle Darren. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was super cute. It was just, he, he was, and he, and he, he was great with everybody. I never saw anyone that he wasn't. You know, anybody like when the times of Dragon Con, when we were always searching for a room to do a ESO recording or something and, you know, if security came, Darren was like, you know, trying to charm their pants off or something like that. Literally. But, well, know, I was going to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you, you say that about anybody and it could be a figurative thing for him. It no. probably was. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, Darren would be like, he's hot, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, and so, and it, but it was always like fun, you know, doing that. Or one of the, I had, it was weird when, when I got up there and talked, I was just talking at the funeral about, you know, memories of Darren. And one of the times, you know, I brought this up and I was like, I can't believe I brought this up at a funeral. But one of the times we had found an area that we were thinking about recording in 
the area that's now right outside the puppetry track and the star Wars track up in the Marriott. Um, it's this huge open area and we thought, okay, we can just sit around and talk. And then all of a sudden one of the doors burst open. This was like 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday night at dragon con. And this girl was turning green and she ran to the garbage can and just tossed her cookies right in there. <laughs> Darren just looked up at me and smiled and said, Nope, not here. <laughs> <laughs> and he turned and then he turned to gordon and everybody else we gotta find someone else to play no. so, so so it was it was awesome we got another note over on facebook and they wrote it's like you mentioned a quick wit and a mature label as a listener i think i've half eternalized his voice as such as part of the show i literally heard in my mind's ear his saucy response to like get him off this <laughs> reading a few minutes ago <laughs> as a listener i like how he had the ability to say things that anyone else could make maybe make off color but for darren it was just a joyful humorous and infectious in the silliness of it That's and true. it's true <clears throat> absolutely that's a good point and that is awesome thank you thank you <sighs> this is this is cool our friend kevin eldridge also wrote um an email to us he wrote um sorry this is last minute just saw our post if you can use this for tonight's show here you go he kevin wrote i first knew darren as a voice on the dragon con report from and from eso's dragon court con tour video that Mike and him made. I was always impressed by Darren. He was so funny, so fast, so sarcastic and op opinionated and awesome. The first time we met in person, he poured me my first cup of his infamous apple pie and we were friends from that point on. It was a pleasure to join him on podcasts and panels, but the conversations we had after the mics were off were even better. We bonded over comic books, George Perez, the Legion of Superheroes, Nerd stuff like that. But Darren knew what really mattered, and I'll always remember his kindness. Long live the Legion, and we'll miss you, Wonder Warrior. That was wonderful. Oh, that's sweet. That was really good. I, uh, you know, after he passed, I was, uh, I was struck by all the, the people who posted about how they knew Darren because they listened to Earth Station One, they listened to the LGPD shows, they listened to the Dragon Con report, and I thought, "Wow, I can't." You know, I'm I'm so proud to have been to be part of this show and the other shows to help people, like to help bring Darren to people and to give Darren a platform uh, to to talk and get himself out there and. Um, I mean, that, that's something that I'm now, I never even realized it. I just thought, you know, it's cool. We're hanging out with Darren. Like I, you, sometimes when you're podcasting, you don't realize that there was, there's really other people like listening like, you know, right. or watching, right? You just are. In, in our in, case, there usually is not. So yeah, it's okay. That's true. That's true. Fair point. Fair <laughs> point. But to find that there are all these people that are touched because of uh, the shows that we produced is, is, is very touching to me. Uh, and it's something that I'm very honored to have participated in. And, yeah. uh, uh, and, and the fact that, you know, for those people who either have never heard him or want to hear him again, those shows are always available. You can listen to Darren anytime you want. 
No, if you go to earthstation1.com or the ESO Network, especially ESO Network, you can go all the way back to episode six. I think all the Dragon Con ports are there too. Yep. You can definitely listen to all of them. And it's it's awesome to be able to hear, you know, hours and hours and hours of him discussing things he loved, which is really awesome. And, you know, and let's not leave out his other podcast, the Legion Substitute Podcast. No, not at all. Because he's been doing that show probably, I think, since 2008 or something like that. So it's pretty amazing. Yeah, I feel like Darren's is a voice that's going to just live on for a very long time. And not just because of recordings of his own voice, but because I bet that... There are lots of people out there that maybe we don't know about, but who heard him and who thought, I can be more mm. myself. If this, if this man can be so unapologetically yeah. himself, cannot yeah. be afraid to, to speak his truth, well, then I there can too. No, I think that's true. And yeah. that's wonderful that people were able to do that. And it was just amazing just from when I posted that – sadly Darren passed away up on Facebook how many people shared it and how many people reacted to it it was just I was like I was touched by it um just how many people he had touched and everything so I mean <laughs> I, I can't even begin to tell you and, I, and the thing I think the thing that I regret the most is I don't think that he knew how much impact he had on my life mm. because mm. you know i already talked about how when i when i first met him but when i when i first met him we went up work at the same bookstore and the reason that i became friends with him i was like didn't i see you on a panel at dragon con because he's been doing dragon con forever so this is back in like 1998 when i first met him and this is how long he's been a staple at dragon con and so i got got to be friends with him and i'm a certified anglophile now but he introduced me to so much like he was the first one to introduce me to like all the britcoms are you mm. being served and keeping appearances all that kind of stuff like i'd go to his house and he would just like well you gotta watch this and we and so like he led me into being this huge anglophile that i am now and got me into doing all these conventions and things and then later on when I first learned about podcasts and I was like, one of my favorite things was the Legion of Superheroes. Like I'm going to find the Legion of Superheroes podcast. And sure enough, I found his like, wait, and I heard the voice like, wait a second. Are you, are you kidding me? Is that Darren on this podcast? What's even happening? <laughs> oh God. And so I quickly contacted him. Like, are you you're doing a podcast? What's going on? And it was through talking to him about him doing a show, it got me interested in doing podcasts. So that's when I started my own podcast and how I met all you guys. And mm -hmm. so the influence he's had on my life, make me who I am today is just insurmountable. And again, I kind of hate that. I don't know. He think he knew that. You just reminded me of a thing. Um, this, this goes back to Outworlders again. Um, we used to do these monthly events like these monthly house gatherings and i wherever i was living at the time usually ended up being like hosting a number of these things and i used to do a monthly doctor who night and it got lots of people that came and darren i mean it was kind of like a it was kind of like an mst3k kind of situation where we would show <laughs> stories and 
out of love, not out of ridicule, out of love, <laughs> we would, you know, kind of make funny comments or whatever. And Darren was just hilarious. And, but that made me remember a different thing you just said. And we used to, for a little while, we did a Britcom night. And Darren was one of the, one of the key figures in that. And, um, hello, whoever you are, Facebook user. Um, and, and I got exposed to a lot of, I mean, I knew some Britcoms already, but I got exposed to ones that I hadn't seen before. And, um, um, man, I, I enjoyed those so much. So yeah, I'd kind of forgotten about him and his Britcoms. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because again, I, I knew Dr. Who. That's how I met him. Right. I love Dr. Mm -hmm. Who, but he opened up this whole new world of what the BBC was doing. And I always yeah. appreciate that. We, we, uh, Outworlders, we used to, uh, one of our big things, and this was kind of our central event every month for, uh, years. And that was, um, we do every week we would get together at a local bar. Uh, it used to be called Miss Q's for the, any new episode of Buffy. We did it for, we, the first thing I ever went to for Outworlders was, uh, the season premiere of season five. And for every week until the end of season seven, we met at Miss Q's and watched the new episode. And oh my God, the, one of the best times of my life. And Darren was a huge part of that. Mm. And I will never a eat fried chicken i'll also never watch buffy without <laughs> thinking about darren and he was such a figure in in our group he was just he was one of the the ringleaders that's awesome that is you know it's amazing how many memories and thoughts you know you have you know the different events and yeah. it was it was just awesome and i loved hearing at the service all the different, you know, like we had said earlier, you know, someone first got up there. I knew Darren since seventh grade. And then the next person got up. Well, I knew him since fifth grade. And then the, right. the last one got on. Well, I got you all beat. I've known him since first grade. And he used to call me Blondie. You know. Yep. It, it, Ken told me afterwards, he's like, it took everything I could not to get up there and go, I have you all beat. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. Josh said that he met Darren in 98. I had just moved to Atlanta in 98. I met Darren in 2000. Okay. So 23, 20, and, and, and luckily 2000, because that makes the math easy. So mm -hmm. 23 years ago. And Jesus, I mean, he was a, a huge part of my life for that that whole like first like when i was getting to know atlanta and and he was one of my first best friends in atlanta and we would hang out at the bars all the time when we weren't at an outworlders thing we were just hanging out at bars and oh my god we had we had i, I got stories that i will not tell here but <laughs> we we had so much fun We'll have apple pie and we'll tell Darren's story. There you go. There you go. There you go. Darren had a lot of those stories. Yeah. For oh, as, yes. as as crunchy he was and as honest and forthright he was, yeah. he was on the on the podcast, there's 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 stuff that he could have easily uh, talked about that uh, never made a never made a recording. Ooh, that is true. He was always aware of that. And uh, I know that it's it's weird because I you know he was he was such a a party guy. Um, I never mm. really got to experience that except for a couple of a handful of times, but mm. I will say the one time where we had a, uh, a sort of an ESO recording at Dragon Con, 
I say recording maybe like this, like, yeah. <laughs> like it was more of an excuse there. to get together and drink pie. Darren, who made the most lethal pie uh, <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life. Um, I mean, it had everything in it. Uh, but, um, uh, you know, he spent most of the night caring for a guy who was, who did not handle his liquor well and was not doing very well. And Darren, Darren really like took care of that guy. Like yeah. he made oh. it his mission to like, he was no longer the life of the party. He was like, just there for that guy. And I've seen I was him like, do that Oh my God, that's, myself. that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at, yeah. A, at a house party one time, I saw mm-hmm. him do the exact thing. Yeah. yeah. And it was awesome. And he even made sure this guy got back to his room, Yeah, you know, mm. and everything. And it was like, and that was pretty amazing. And the guy was literally turning green right in front of us. Oh, and Darren, Darren made sure he had water. He made sure, you know, if he had to walk out into the hall to be able to get some air, you know, type thing. Cause there, it, there was a ton of us packed in this into, it was actually Mike Gordon's hotel room. And it was, you know, in those rooms, the Westin is a nice hotel, but those are not huge rooms. Well, this was and, the, this was the one at the Hyatt. This is oh, why they won't let me stay at the height anymore. Oh, that's right. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Because he did toss his cookies over the side. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, it was. But no. But Darren seriously, you know, he said, "I'm gonna." You know, he didn't even without a beat. He was helping this guy, not even because he saw what was going on, and it was. And that's the kind of person he was, and everything. And as soon as he got back boom, he was back on again, you know, you know, talking about, you know, what he saw at the con and what he did this and everything. And, you know, he, he, he knew what to do with, you know, and when to do it. And, but it was, he was, he was a good spirit and that's what was wonderful yeah. about him. Yep. And so, mm-hmm. so it's pretty cool. We've got another thing another message this one actually is from our friend michael faulkner he actually wrote um on his uh creative criticality um he actually did a post about darren and he asked me if if i minded if he uh could read this um you could check it out at creativecriticality.net um he said Basically, February was a rough month for me. My family had some health scares, and my friends were rocked by the deaths in their families. Among them was the sudden loss of Darren Noel on February 21st. Darren was well-known in the Dragon Con, local geek, and local podcasting circles. He worked with the ESO Network for a long time, including as a co-host on the Dragon Con Report podcast, which is where I had met him. His memorial was held last Saturday with a building full of friends and family to honor his legacy. The ongoing theme as everybody swaps stories about Darren was that he gave of himself unconditionally. If you needed help, he was there for you. He lived his life without disguises, showing the world his true, compassionate, and authentic self at every turn. More importantly, he encouraged those around him to do the same, to be proud of the skin in which they lived. I didn't know Darren Long, but he was certainly one of the brightest burning stars of charisma and compassion that I had ever had the privilege of being around. He was an amazing example of what humanity can be. His physical presence will certainly be missed. His legacy will be with us for a very long time. Thank you, Darren. 
That was awesome. That was awesome, man. Good job, Michael. Mm-hmm. So, and he posted something underneath that post that Darren had posted April 10th in 2013. He wrote, sometimes I get asked, what do you get out of reading comics? Well, when I started reading comics, I was 10 or 11. And here's what I learned as a young lad. Superman taught me to be always do, to do always the right thing, no matter how hard it might be. Hold on. <clears throat> okay. Wonder Woman taught me the importance of the truth and never comprising your integrity. Batman taught me about logic, strength, and justice. Aquaman taught me to respect the environment we live in. Green Lantern taught me to respect other races. Flash taught me to slow down and enjoy life. Martian Manhunter taught me how to survive. Green Arrow taught me to defend those who are on the fringe. Adam taught me never to underestimate someone because of its size. Oh, God. That's coming from Darren. Hawkman taught me to soar to new heights. Black Canary taught me that every foe can be defeated. Elongated Man taught me that the best solution to a problem is to apply humor. Red Tornado taught me not to take my humanity for granted. And Santana taught me to look for magic in every day. Firestorm taught me that even if I screw up once in a while, I can still be a hero. That's awesome. Wow. That's amazing. That's a, that's a DC fanboy right there. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Satellite <laughs> error. Baby. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. Wow, wow, oh, wow. Man. When I used to work for uh, Atlanticon, Darren, and I was planning the programming, Darren was always my go-to comics guy. Oh, yeah. And uh, and we would do two or three comics panels every year, and he was always the first guy I would ask, and, and we would always plan some stuff together. And part of that was because, um, I mean, I know, like, my classic 70s, 80s, and a, right really into the early 90s Marvel, but I didn't know anything about DC, so he was my DC guy. But the other thing is he knew everything. He knew DC. He knew Marvel. He knew some of the indies. He His knowledge base just blew me away. And, uh, so, and so we did a lot of those things uh, over the first five or six years of Atlanticon, if not more. Yeah, I think, uh, Mike, didn't we do a panel with him at Atlanticon one year? We did um, three of them, actually, three years wow. straight. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. We- we did. Um, we were still young, younger. Well, <laughs> yeah. Let me rephrase that. You're young podcasters. Yeah, that's right. Um, Darren, you know, said, hey, do you want to do any, you know, comic panels and stuff or podcasting stuff or science fiction stuff at this con that I do? And it's like, yeah, of course. And they were always fun to do. We didn't have a huge turnout, but it was still fun yeah. to do and everything. And it was, you know. You know, Darren usually was like, I'm hungover, so don't talk loud. (laughs) (laughs) I seem to recall most of them were like early Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. Exactly. That's a a rough spot. Mm -hmm. It was. Uh, I miss the guy. I really do. I, uh, Darren, Mm -hmm. uh, people may not know this. uh, Darren uh, is, uh, was a cat person. Throughout the time I've known him, he had cats. Uh, in fact, Cheers, uh, he uh, 
And so we had that in common. In fact, really in common because uh, when his uh, mother uh, moved and couldn't have cats at her new uh, place of uh, residence, he was looking for someone to take them in. And uh, uh, we ended up taking the two cats in, uh, one of which was the mother of uh, the cat that he, the cats, uh, plural, that he had, like uh, I think two of uh, her sons, Darren had. Um, and uh, one of those sons, uh, Boots, is now staying with us. Uh, so we uh, we took him uh, in after uh, after talking to Ken, and it looked like they had dogs, and that there wasn't any place that they, you know. And then uh, we had done such a good job taking care of uh, his mother's cats that actually his mother was insistent that that we take Boots. So Aww. so we have made room in our house for Boots. Uh, he Aww. has been here a few days. Uh, he is about 13 or 14 years old, which is a little bit. And he weighs about 14, 15 pounds. Uh, he is a heavy guy. Um, but uh, so far, it hasn't been that uh, much of a turbulent introduction. Uh, he kind of just hangs out. He's obviously confused. Um, but uh, uh, the other cats have given him a wide berth. There hasn't been any fights so so far. Um, and uh, I think... Uh, I think he's old enough where he's just kind of like, yeah, I'm just not, I'm too old to fight. I just, whatever's happening is I'm just going to try to work myself around. So, um, so yeah, as long as, uh, he wants to be here, we will, he has a home here. So very nice. That's nice. And it is nice to have a little piece of Darren here. You know, it's like it, you know, Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's kind of fun too. Yeah. Well, I think Darren would be living for quite a long time in our heads and oh, yeah. our memories and stuff. And it's awesome. We have all these podcasts to remember him by. We have a t- tons of memories of events and places and things to remember him by, which is pretty awesome. He'll kill me because I'm going to tell you this one story. When Darren was moving out of his condo in um in Atlanta. Which time was that? Well, well <laughs> thank you. Well, his his studio that he had on Peachtree Street, the one down by the Fox. He was asking people, "Hey, does anyone know of any house cleaners? Because I'm going to be putting this place up on the market." And and so he was wondering, you know. And so Judy and I had a had a cleaning crew that we use, and so we recommended him. So Darren called me the day they showed up, and he says. I hate you, Faber. I said, why? And it's like, you didn't tell me these guys would be so hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. (laughs) Oh, man. It's like, it's like, uh, it's like Bee's Playhouse. All over. Mm -hmm. Exactly. The construction workers. The construction workers. (laughs) (laughs) it was awesome yeah whereas uh tanya is calling that place she's she's calling it the peach tree party pad (laughs) Hmm. it was awesome that was the place i visited so it was pretty awesome it's it was darren was always very welcoming no matter what and you know and he was like if he had people over or he had things and we wanted him to do a podcast or something or be on location with us, he would say, Oh, I have people at my place. I'll just drag them along. They'll drive me. So, hmm. so, which was always, yeah. 
he was he was a great friend like and then he would act like uh nothing had ever happened or no time had passed at all i you know i i had moved and i got married so we went a couple of years without uh really talking and then we reconnected and it was like no time had passed yeah. at all he was like yeah you know just absolutely acting like nothing had ever changed yeah. that was i love that about him yeah I hadn't seen him for a few years as well and ran into him at Oxford Comics, of course, <laughs> as I was coming in and he was going out and and it was exactly the same thing. It was like we picked up immediately where we left off. So I, I always appreciated that as well. No, it was always it's always like with him, you know, if you knew if he knew you were going to be in the area or something. Because one of the times my wife was in the hospital, even he had to take, she was at Emory and for a couple of days and he had to take his mom in for testing or something. And while his mom was in testing, he knew that Judy was in the same building. He came up and hung out with Judy at, at the hospital room and everything just to help That's cheer good. her up. Yeah. And it's awesome. And it's great guy. He, he was, <laughs> and you know, I expect him to any minute now, you know, message you favor. Why am I not on this podcast with you? you know? <laughs> <laughs> right. So full of life. You can't imagine him not being around. He might as well say like, Oh, the sun's not shining any longer because that's all he was, you know, and like, I expect the sun to disappear before it was a message from Darren, Darren to be gone. <laughs> yeah. I think that's, was very interesting that happened right when you were talking about Darren being on the podcast. He's throwing things at you. He's throwing things at Mary. <laughs> that was, yeah, he's throwing things. Oh, that's awesome. So I think, you know, this is a good point. You know, let's all, yeah. you know, I think this is where we'll call it a night for this. I, I, I want to say real quickly that I, I mentioned um, Outlanticon earlier and how he was involved in it for so long. Outlanticon is this weekend. So oh. I'm pretty sure that I'm going to be doing this same thing again there because I'm sure that they are planning some kind of like gathering, some kind of, you know, their own sort of memorial and, you know, as one of the events at the convention. And I, I mentioned to uh, one of them, I said, you know what, we should now make it the, the Darren Noel Memorial match game. Mm. Oh God, yes! That's, I would <laughs> love that. That would be awesome. Because I don't know who is going to take that over now. Nobody can do it like he did. Right? No. Well, uh, you know, somebody had to take over for Bob Barker on the Price Is Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. I guess you have a point. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Drew I'll Carey. Just, yeah. I'll just get Drew Carey on the horn and have him yeah, come exactly. down and do do our little game show. Exactly. There you go. I'm sure he'll be glad to do it. Oh, yeah. Okay, folks. Um, thank you for everyone for joining us for this. It has been awesome. And, you know, any final thoughts before we cut out? I uh, just want to miss him. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to miss, miss his constant teasing me about my love for Ultra Boy. Al, but, but always apologizing after he would make po uh, jokes about him on the podcast. And it's just like... That was just so daring. Absolutely wanted to eviscerate me, but then check with me later to make sure I was okay. That's just Darren in a nutshell right there. Mm -hmm. Able to just absolutely make it fun of you as much as possible, but then want to make sure you're okay and apologize later on. 
I'll miss and him. Yeah. just like uh, Alan said with the game show, I mean, podcasting the uh, the Dragon Con report as well as the LGBT shows that we do on Earth Station One, not going to be easy. Not going to be easy without him. But to yeah. not do them is unthinkable because Darren would not want us to not continue doing those things. And no, not and, at all. Uh, Exactly, and so we are definitely going to do our best yeah. to honor him with the best shows that we can with those. So um, well, he might come back and haunt you anyway. Well, that's true. So that's <laughs> just true. look for that. I mean, Mary, like I now I'm now I'm scared because <laughs> now like <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you that now, that was him. <laughs> yeah, he wanted uh, everyone ooh, to know wow, he was here. Now I have <laughs> concern, but uh, well, especially because that painting was bolted to the wall, so you know. I mean, I've said it before, uh, and I guess I'll just end with this, is that um, having him on our shows made our shows better. And, oh, and knowing, very much and, so. And knowing him as a person made me better. So Wow. That's a good way to put it. I'm going to miss him. Most definitely. Definitely, definitely. And, you know, thank you, everybody, for being here, listening to our stories. And we're in he's not going to go away. We are going to remember him where he's going to be part of our shows. And, you know, we'll be talking about him again, probably on the dragon con report when we do our next one. And we'll be, you know, he'll be part of everything. The LGBT segment is going to continue and it's going to be, you know, awesome. Um, before we get out of here, we had just one, one more thing that people wrote wrote i only got to meet darren at the eso dragon con meetups so i really only knew him from listening to him i know it would hurt a lot worse if i knew him but all that i knew of him and all i've heard of him it makes me jealous of all of you that Aww. you had him in your lives and i didn't Aww, he was man. a rare person that would make anyone's life better through his presence he absolutely. definitely did yes absolutely. definitely did Yes, and, uh, and if so. you heard him on our shows, you knew him. I mean, he he left. Mm, yeah, he was honest and true whenever he recorded with us. So there was nothing that was pretense there. So if what you heard mm -hmm. was what what he was, yeah, very much so. Thank you guys for listening. We're Earth Station One. I'm not going to do the whole closing thing. That's not appropriate tonight. <laughs> and you know. You know where we you could find us, or if you can, if this is the first time, because you're a friend of Darren. Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining us. This has been a pleasure for us to do. I think we needed to do this. And I think, you know, I hope we could help bring a little peace to everybody. And thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Josh. Thanks, Alan. Thank you, everybody. Um, we will see you next time on Earth Station One. Peace, and we will talk to you soon. Hey, everybody, we are back. Woohoo! Grab your disco whistles. Whoop, whoop. We're going to have some fun. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Um, uh, if you've not been and you are straight, you, you may come if you're respectful. You decide not to be respectful, then get out of the park. It's not your time. It's our time. Um, I think it's, it's not fair. your party. It's not your party. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like going to like um, <laughs> any other you know uh, cordoned off group of people's party and then being obnoxious about oh why are all the people up here you know no <laughs> be nice Just be, be nice. Kind.
be kind, be be gentle, be be good to each other. The Bill and Ted rule, you know, <laughs> party on, dudes, but be excellent to one another. That's that's the rule. I, I would like to I would like to have an actual platform. It's funny. It's like you'll get higher taxes with blah blah blah. Uh, okay, and the higher taxes yeah. that they're putting on people are are for people making four hundred thousand and more, Bubba. Yeah. When you make yeah, four hundred thousand dollars, you give me a call. <laughs> uh, 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 you sound very tired. Are you okay, darling? Do you, you need a couch exhausted. to lie on? You sound I, tired. I, I watched. Sing over there. No, Pee Wee will do that. Pee Wee, Pee Wee wore me out basically. Well, yeah, <laughs> Pee Wee can do that. Pee Wee's a very high energy character. <laughs> that man doesn't ever stop. Oh. oh. No, it's the cocaine. I think I, I'm not sure, but I think it's, it's. I thought it was the time with the construction workers, actually. Well, oh, I yeah. mean, I don't know. They hit each other. Fruitcake. Ah! So, Do you um, cakes? We have, we have a short list of parties, and I'm going to go through uh, some of them. Um, for those of us who think Dragon Con starts on Wednesday, <laughs> wait, um, wait, 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 everyone, I it doesn't officially start on Wednesday. However. Yeah. Some of us, yeah, yet. <laughs> Some of us like to show up, and we typically can be found at the Pulse Bar in the Marriott or in the Hyatt Bar, um, which I kind of nicknamed Ten Forward because it kind of looks like Ten Forward if you pretend everything's dark <laughs> in a spaceship. So, you know, hang out there. That'll be fun. No, you'll just microwave your head. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All the solar radiation is going to go through that goldfish bowl, hit you, <laughs> radiate off, hit the goldfish bowl, radiate back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when they said 5G in, in some of the articles about Didio leaving, and then they reminded us all that, because I'm a fan of Warner Brothers being their parent company, but oh no, AT&T is Warner Brothers parent yeah. company. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, are you kidding me? They were going to put out a comic book about a faster about wireless yeah. internet <laughs> what <laughs> and, and call it their big what crisis on the modem what the hell are they doing i you know i just rolled my eyes at that going okay crisis of 33.3 what yeah, I, I, I go back and i think about when didio really started taking the reins at dc when they were ramping up to infinite crisis mm-hmm. that whole right. era was excellent that worked they actually had a roadmap for these other books to feed into this one big event. And then they had the roadmap for what was going to happen afterwards. And then it seemed like after 52 wrapped up, there was no plan. Oh, we need to keep selling a weekly comic because it's selling and everybody likes it. So they rolled out with countdown, which was horrible as a follow-up because they didn't have a plan for what the next year was going to be, except it was going to lead to the final crisis. And that was a debacle. When Didio's fl- chartering a flight to go over to Scotland to talk to Grant Morrison, you know things are not good. <laughs> and that was all over the internet back then. And we're like, oh, oh, this is a crisis going to be like Doom Patrol back in the 80s. Got it. And sure enough, it did. It read exactly like that. And I don't, I don't want to be an alarmist. I don't want to end this on a sour note at all. But I want to express the seriousness of the political situation that, at least from my observation, I think we're in. Um, I don't want to be overblowing it, but I think it's true to say that we are we are on this precipice where we could slide into an abyss of fascism or we can rise above it and prove that we actually are Americans. Um, I will probably make it to the Spectrum Party, probably try to make it to Heroes and Villains as well, because I love both those DJs, Neon and Spider. And um, yeah, beyond that, I guess I'll be talking about Galaxy Quest at some point. 
Yes. So and, I'm on that panel. So and you yeah. Should be looking for Dazzler, right? Yeah, you should be looking for a drunk crossplay Dazzler on Saturday. Nice. That's yeah, gonna it's gonna it's gonna go down, kids. I've got lights. <laughs> Darren, for bringing this one to us tonight. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime, sugar. It's always good. It's it was a lot of fun, and I'm already looking forward to what we're going to talk about next time. Anything you want to shout out about, sir? Um, yes, go vote. <laughs> Please register. Check your registration. Vote. Um, vote early. <laughs> I think I early voting vote is going to be no. Don't say vote often. <laughs> early voting, I think, is going to be the way to go this year, as opposed to relying on the mail, relying on getting an absentee ballot, and going on the last day of voting. I think early voting is going to be the way to play it this year. Yeah, it's nice to do something gay that is not explicitly gay, but really is absolutely positively 100% gay, isn't it? Oh, very much so. <laughs> I don't think it got much gayer. Very much, get so. much gayer. You've been no one says gay in the whole thing. Well, I was going to show you the new bunker we're building in the back of the station here. Oh, sweet. <laughs> you'll, you'll enjoy they the construction workers. <laughs> you'll enjoy the construction yeah, workers. Now, there. everyone, a trivia question. What liquor does Pee-wee soak his fruitcake with? Don't remember. Tequila! Nice. Wow. Nice. That was an easy one, but okay. No, that was an easy one. Right on that note. <laughs> wow, Darren. Bad joke for the day. 